0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Mike Zuber, one
1: rental at a time. It is Tuesday morning. That
0: means we bring on the Lumberjack Landlord. How are you doing,
1: sir? I'm excited for number two. I, I actually, I, I love this topic. I love the first one just because I think there's a lot of people getting discouraged that mm-hmm. just need to recognize that this is a life-altering journey that you're on. Mm-hmm. 60, 90 days doesn't qualify as let's abandon all hope.
0: Yeah, again, 100 offers in a full year. Got two counters. So I understand. I kept going. It's okay yeah but what i want to talk about in topic number two is first and foremost recessions are coming that's with an Mm -hmm. s we will undoubtedly have multiple recessions business cycles. some will be short and shallow some will be long and deep i'm sorry they are just part of the business cycle they're frankly part of capitalism right you've got to burn the bush you got to clear the undergrowth sometimes this one that's coming could be kind of nasty and long yep without question so what 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 I want to first acknowledge as human beings that recessions suck. I mean, we just saw an announcement I talked about on the daily financial news Peloton laying yeah. off 28%, 2800 yeah. people, 20% of their corporate yeah. staff. I, I'm afraid that that is not going to be the last layoff announcement this year. So if you're impacted by it, obviously not good. However, recessions impact consumers consumer confidence often fails. And when consumer confidence fails, they retreat, they save. And you can finally find motivated sellers, which is the hardest thing to find. I went 10 years, maybe nine years before meeting a motivated seller. I thought, I actually, I remember thinking all these books I've read, hundreds of books, motivated sellers, motivated sellers. I'm like, I Whatever. think this is a lie. This, this, this is a lie. This is somebody's marketing spiel.
1: Yeah, There's it's no a goddamn
0: idiot. motivated sellers. <laughs> Those are two words that are never supposed to be connected. Yeah. And then they just, they were everywhere. So um, yeah. What do you think, man? Do I think a recession's coming?
1: Yeah, I think recession's coming. I think that, you know, I mean, technical recession, we're already there, right. You know, we're, we're, if infl- yeah, you we're back GDP out inflation, yeah. inflation, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that, I think, Certainly we're starting to see it. Certainly we're starting to see some, you know, cracks. Um, I think, again, I think at the end of the day, I think it's, you know, again, taking the human element out, right. Just based on numbers and business, recessions are awesome Mm -hmm. because if you have the stones to stick, you're going to become, you, you will become wealthy. Warren Buffett really only makes money, crazy, crazy money during recessions yeah he, he,
0: he is so i mean he i mean it happened again uh I know. what's that guy's name on uh barstool sports david portnoy Portnoy. portnoy. yeah T- david two portnoy. years ago during portnoy. my daily financial news yeah. he came out and basically said warren B- buffett is my bitch that's essentially what he said he did he did and he's like hey i'm the greatest thing blah 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 and uh just the other day uh warren buffett's like nope I mean, he did. Warren Buffett would never acknowledge it, but when you look at the returns, right? David Portner's off a cliff, and Warren Buffett's had a great year. Um, Warren Buffett buys when there's when blood in the street. Blood in the streets, fear, and then he doesn't buy at the peak. That's what that's what people don't get. All the new all the new investors come in and they're making great returns, like Kathy Wood. Yeah, Kathy Wood comes in with a with an interesting thesis. Yep. Yep. That gets. Turbocharged with the Fed bailing everybody out, right? Mm -hmm. Where you don't even have to make money and your stock goes up. And then she gets more money and the stocks go up because she's trading thinly traded stocks. Mm -hmm. And now it's reversed. Warren Buffett wasn't playing, right? He had he held Apple, he held Coca-Cola. He's like, I'll wait. I mean, the guy got Goldman Sachs to pay him 10 points and give him warrants. (laughs) Why? Because he had the money. (laughs) Right.
1: Dry powder, Powder. dry powder. And Mike, this is what you and I spent the last, I don't know, year, year and a half talking about, but also doing, doing, yes, doing, I have my final three appraisals Thursday. Nice. And that then feeds a portfolio loan on nine deals. That's a refi. And that will be a seven figure exit on a refi. Nice. And the whole purpose of that was one thing and one thing only cash. I watch the guys. I am completely a contrarian. Yes. I am watching when all these people are throwing, Hey, if it's a great deal, it's a great deal and I'll still do it. I'm not being told. I'm, I have no fear of missing out. I have no FOMO whatsoever. If I'm doing the math on a deal and it's 20 points or greater, I take, I Hmm. do, I do the deal. It's that simple. Yeah but I'm not doing deals for the sake of doing deals. Yeah, I'm not, but I've also done all the right things like these great investors where they're basically just like, yeah, you know, we're, we kind of have a stack of cash. We kind of have stacks of high society waiting to be deployed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For me, I mean, I, I, again, the beauty of my daily show and our weekly conversations, I tell everybody what I'm doing. Exactly. I think it was nine months ago, Jamie Dimon came out and said that J.P. Morgan, who I consider to be the best Wall Street banker. I totally was, agree with you. Right. Yep. My opinion. Yep. He said we have half a trillion dollars in cash. Yeah. And then he said, yes, I get it. Inflation will eat five, six, seven percent of it this year. I don't care. Right. Because I'm going to go get a 30 or 40 percent discount when all this foolishness ends. I'm like, I like this guy. I better get going. Because again, the other thing you and I have done, and we tried to get Dion there, I don't think he did, was you borrow the money when it's easy. You You have to. You don't borrow the money when you find the deal later, because the bank's going to tell you no. Or if he doesn't tell you no, he's going to go, it's a lot more expensive and you can't have as much.
1: Correct. Correct. Well, and that's the other thing too, is, is that you know, one of the things that I've seen, you know, because I talk to you know real estate brokers, bankers, and um, and mortgage brokers mm-hmm. every single week, and the trend for all of them has been one word: tightening. Yeah, for all of them.
0: Yeah, rates up. going
1: up, LTIs going down, DITI coming down, even FHA is putting rules around the three and a half percent. Purchase where they'll actually say, "Nope, you're in this block of people. The lowest we'll do for you is ten percent." So yeah. that's what you and I experienced back in the last crash. And the funny thing was, is the tightening didn't go from this to this to this. It no. went from this to this.
0: I'm so glad you brought that up. It was sudden. It was sudden. overnight, and it was everybody.
1: Everybody. Yeah. I, it's I it's went a, from weird a thing. I went from a six and a half percent loan option from countrywide mm-hmm. jerks <laughs> six and a half percent loan option with countrywide to 10 and a quarter in one week yeah one week because i hadn't gotten the deal i hadn't gotten the pns wrapped up on the deal i was working right. on And i just said guys if we can't do this deal at six and a, six and a half the deal doesn't make sense at 10 and a quarter yeah, exactly i'm out <laughs> i was like what are you doing? michael j fox and i just went back to 1983 like, what the hell <laughs> I was like, that's not a number. And yeah. so that's me. got two digits on it. What yeah. the hell? I was like, I was like, no, 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 guys. I think you uh, the digits are in the wrong spot. They're like, no, no, it's the right spot. <laughs> I was like, oh. 10 what?
0: Yeah.
1: We're like, what do you think you're gonna get a 1% mortgage? I said it's like more likely I'm getting a 1% teaser rate. Yeah,
0: exactly. Than
1: I am getting a 10% 30-year fixed rate. That's ridiculous. So I think people really need to understand. I promise you, there's a lot more people with a lot more money. Mm. On the sidelines that can still get halfway decent debt when things really start to tighten. Mm -hmm. The people that get squeezed out when things start to tighten are the people that don't have much cash and need and need the money to leverage. Yeah. And I can tell you, I had three HELOCs within six weeks of each other in 08 that were all closed. Within six weeks of each other, three of them all closed. Yeah. And they're just like, even if I had money left on them, closed. Done. Yeah. What those.
0: they did is they just took them right to whatever you had yeah. on out. It's like, okay. Because
1: they, they, the bankers know that the highest likelihood of default is going to be on a HELOC, not on a primary mortgage. Mm-hmm. The highest rate of default is going to be on a HELOC. So smart bankers instantly shut those things down. They instantly do. And in fact, I can tell you, Wall Street is already moving now on those big banks selling off HELOCs because- yeah. My loan, my, I have one HELOC that I did a long time ago and it just got sold. Yeah. And I'm like, interesting, ooh, interesting. Very interesting. Because now they are de-risking. They're mm-hmm. getting rid of HELOCs because they know that there's a higher default rate with mm-hmm. HELOCs. That bank is getting rid of HELOCs and they're a big five. They're a big five bank. So I think that they see some of that stuff coming. Now, again, just to be fair, I don't see a crisis coming. I don't no. see a massive crash coming for housing. No. I think wall street's going to get some confidence. I think wall street's going to, I think it's going to suck a little bit. Mm. And I think that we've all proven and we've seen in the market that Bitcoin isn't a hedge against inflation either.
0: Yeah, yeah. you and know. So that really, so da- well. that
1: really largely trades with markets as well. So my personal feeling and what I've done, and I don't make this, I don't give this advice to anybody else. It's just, this is what I've done mm. is I have levered my assets. I have levered them to 70% loan to value. I made sure that all of them still have double digit returns. Mm -hmm. And I'm only taking that capital because I'm going to invest it in more appreciable assets. But I, for me, I will buy a deal today. Still, if it's a great deal and if it makes sense, and if there isn't a great deal to be bought, then I won't buy one.
0: Yeah. let's just the other thing I want people to hear is, is how long are we willing to wait? I've told everyone that I'm willing to wait two years. I will make the interest payments on debt that, you know, some of you wouldn't take it out for up to two years. And then if I don't find a deal in two years, I have a choice, you know, middle of 2024, maybe June or July of 2024. If I haven't found a deal yet, I might write a check and pay off the debt, might, but I'm willing to wait. What I want people to hear is I'm willing, I'm Jamie Dimon telling you nine months ago that I have half a trillion dollars and I'm just going to wait. Me too. I'm, I'm n- nothing close to that. That's not what I'm trying to say, but I'm willing to tell, I'm trying to tell people I'm willing to wait two years. Yeah. It's not real estate. Does not move that fast? Right. I need a recession. I need more layoffs. There needs to be more, there needs to be consumer confidence that backs away. People yep. need to move for jobs. Yep. And then you step in, you, 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 you help people out, you do the right thing and you know, you get paid for solving problems. So, uh, yeah. That's I'm willing even, to wait two
1: years. Even on that two years, right? So you use it, you buy something down, and then you have that much more profit on a deal that's creating that much more cash flow that you're now going to pay taxes on. Mm-hmm. And so it's still not that it's it's just a I mean, it's it's just a really unsexy thing to do. And you know, and so I for me, I'll still let inflation eat away at it. Of course. I will find deals that might be skinnier because I'm better off finding a lower margin deal, not a bad margin deal, but a lower margin deal. Mm-hmm. And buying that lower margin deal than I am paying off an existing asset.
0: Yeah. No. That's I, my feeling. Yeah. And again, one of the, again, I'm trying to add tools to my toolbox. We talked about sure. it in episode one. One thing I'm doing that I've never done is I'll be I'm trying to build a damn ADU this year. Yeah. And I will fund that with cash. Yes. Right. Just because I can. If I like and enjoy the process, my intention is to go back and refi and get that cash back or at least most of it uh-huh. so that I can go do it again. And if it's a good process, one of the things I will be doing in the next recession is I will be looking for lots that are yes. easy ADU builds. So yes. I have a lot that's perfect. i picked yeah. it up years ago. I'm going to build one there, whether I like it or not. <laughs> if I end up liking it when it's done, it will be something else I do in the next recession. Because yes. most people will look at two bedroom, one bath houses and go, I don't want those. They don't do this, but I'm going to go, shit, that's a corner lot. I could do this or this. Yep. And I'm going to win. I yep. am playing the long game. Yep. So that's I think something other, I'm
1: doing. No, I agree with you. And I think the other thing too is, is that one of the things that we do during recessions is we like to keep our contractors busy. Yeah. Guys that have taken care of us, they're all subs, but guys that have taken care of us, we like to take care of them. We recognize that work will be harder to come by in a recession because people will stop doing all these additions, people will stop doing all these revamps, people will stop doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we like to do is is we like to keep a lot of dry powder there. That way we can also say, you know what? There are these six, eight, 10 capital projects that we've wanted to get to. Now's the right time because we can A, keep these guys busy, mm-hmm. B, we can get better pricing. C, we can get availability materials because there's not so many people pulling on the materials. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you get to running the business that way, you can say, you know what, there's really nothing good to buy. We really don't see any great opportunity. Now's probably the right time. Mm-hmm. That roof is in bad shape. Now's the right time to do the roof.
0: Yeah, I uh, we talked about a roof for one of my portfolios a couple of weeks ago, which you nailed, by the way, seventy five thousand bucks. I yeah, the next recession, that's that was the one we would probably take, and I'm going to be looking for a discount. But you're right, I'll, I'll keep people busy. So
1: and you'll and and you'll get it, and they, yeah. and, they'll be, and they'll be willing to give it to you. You know, one of the things that I saw was I looked at some, I was going through some invoices, in prepping some stuff for my new accountant. Um, and I was going through some invoices from 2018 and the price of my painters is up 47%. Wow. Yeah. Labor, not material. Labor. No That's labor. just labor.
0: Yeah. Labor.
1: No, no wage growth, Mike, just FYI. No yeah, no, growth. exactly. Exactly.
0: Folks. Again, a recession is coming. Uh, if, if you're directly impacted, it's obviously a bad situation, Do, you know, yeah. go get, go get another you know job, but, uh, Recession creates opportunity, dry powder, knowing your, knowing your numbers, adding different tool sets, adding ADUs so I can go look for different property that I may not have looked for before. I'm trying. I'm not done. We're going to have some fun this year. But how can people find you?
1: Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube. And we do a live stream 8 p.m. on Thursday nights, Mr. and Mrs. Lumberjack for couples. And Sunday morning is just me. But at Lumberjack Landlord daily on Instagram. At Lumber, I made the commitment that I will post every single day and uh so far so, so good so far so good we're we're, we're sticking there and i'm yep. just like mike again sick almost six thousand posts from me what the hell like, <laughs> like, like i think i think i just hit post 40
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna grow a lot faster because your most recent post at least the last one i saw actually had blood in it so it folks did. if you want to see blood uh, it's not bad but again the a bad this, one this, no it's it's but it happens oh. this is real
1: estate there's nails and wood and stuff involved and sometimes and, you and uh, and screw guns that bind up and swing back and whack you in the face
0: oh yeah. that would happen
1: Bam. yeah yeah that was a big one inch sds drill that was going in and it literally guy's hand slipped off it it's it bit the bit the bit did what called biting yeah it bit bite and smack right in the head and all over the place <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I, I didn't mean to laugh, but no, no, he, he was laughing about it. And I was like, yeah, he was smiling. I, I, I literally said to him, I go, did you do the faucet? He goes, <laughs> no. he goes, I was doing the faucet next. And I go, all right. So you're going to do the faucet. And he goes, I'll do it tomorrow morning. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get yeah. a stitch or two. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself. Thanks, Thanks Mike. Mm-hmm.